Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Kellogg's Pep, the super delicious cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Left for dead on a lonely beach by Henry Miller, the Atom Man, Superman was brought to a country hospital where he lay in a coma for many hours. His identity unknown, but the following morning, weak and dazed, he managed to make his way back to the Daily Planet where he could only mumble strange words. Meanwhile, discovering that the solution of kryptonite in his blood which had made him an Atom Man had been exhausted in his titanic battle with Superman, Miller contacted a strange character known only as Sidney. Sidney, in turn, contacted the Scarlet Widow, who had stolen the original kryptonite fragment from the Metropolis Museum and forced her to sell him the last remaining piece of the element. As we continue now, Sidney, Miller, and a German chemist named Joseph Bush are in a laboratory in the attic of a metropolis bungalow. Suspended over a Bunsen burner is a quartz beaker in which a colorless liquid boils violently and gives off cloudy fumes. At the bottom of the beaker is a mass of green glowing powder. Bush, the chemist, is speaking. You are sure you gave me the right formula, Herr Miller? Positive. Six parts of hydrofluoride to one and a half parts of aqua region. You have not forgotten anything? Nope. It's the same formula my father worked out in Germany. I was there. And it dissolved the kryptonite, hmm? How else do you think it could have been injected into my blood? He ground it into a powder just as you did, then put it into a beaker with the hydrochloride in aqua region. Well, why are you asking all these questions, Bush? Because, Sidney, you can see for yourself. The kryptonite is not dissolving. I don't understand it. I do. Obviously, you didn't give Bush the right formula. But I did, Sidney. Then why doesn't it work? I don't know. You don't know? You're a fool, Miller. I, for the first time in my life, have been a fool, too. You realize I paid the Scarlet Widow a million dollars for that spoonful of green powder? A million dollars? Yes. I had to get rid of Papa Roush besides, to keep him from getting it. If you had asked me first, mine here, I would have advised against it. The whole idea is fantastic. To create a human atom man. What do you mean, fantastic? Teufel did it with me, and I killed Superman with my atomic power. That I do not believe. I did, I tell you. Oh, stop it. Boy's telling the truth, Bush. Mm. I happen to know the Teufel did inject kryptonite into his veins, and it did give him atomic power. It is difficult to believe. Never mind what you believe. Your job is to dissolve that stuff. Now go ahead, go ahead and do it. But the formula is wrong. It is not. You're a stupid fool, Bush. Schreinhund, I tell you. Stop it, stop it, both of you. Get to work, Bush. Dissolve that kryptonite. You do not seem to understand. To find the formula for dissolving such a hard element as this and one so complex takes years. Yes? Yeah. And even then it may fail. It had better not fail. I don't intend to lose my hard-earned money. <clears throat> Miller, you said you were sure of your father's formula. Positive. Then give it to Bush. Correctly. Or a policeman will find you in a dark alley tomorrow morning. <laughs> With one of Gito's sacrificial knives in your back. Okay, busy. 
What's that? It's a ventilator fan. Carrying the fumes away. Ah, it still does not dissolve. Miller, try to remember. There must have been some other agent, some catalyst with the acids. No. No, no, I can't remember any. There must have been. Try to remember. Did your father perhaps add acetone? No. Or ethyl iodine or molybdenum? He tried molybdenum first, but it didn't work. Perhaps copper chromite then? No. Or sulfurochloride? He tried that too, but... Phosphorus oxychloride? No. Keep trying, boys. Keep trying. Maybe he'll remember. What is the use? There are 10,000 chemicals which might have been used, but it is clear this young fool does not remember. Wait. Wait a minute. Uh, I just remembered. I think my father did use another chemical. Yeah? What? Quickly, what was it? I'm trying to think. Wait a minute. It seems to me that he did something to the powder before he put it into the beaker with the hydrofluoride. Yes. Yes, he did. What did he do? What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It was the night he told Teufel and me that he finally had the right formula. Teufel asked him what it was, and he said, he said, six parts hydrofluoride, one and a half parts aqua regia. That we know. Quiet, quiet. Go on. Teufel got terribly excited and, and started to measure out the acids. My father told me to bring him the teapot. I knew he was very tired. He'd been working night and day for almost a week. I brought the pot to the slab of stone he was using for a table and then went to the other end of the cave for the hot water kettle. What is this talk of teapots and kettles? Tell us. I'm coming to it. Wait. When I got back with the kettle of water, my father waved it away. He was just putting the teapot down, and I remember noticing that the kryptonite powder in the mortar was wet and that it hissed and gave out sparks. I didn't think anything about it at the time. I was excited and tired, too. But now I think he poured the tea brew on the powder. What? Tea brew? Yes, it must have been that. He had the pot in his hand, and Teufel had the acid several feet away where my father had rigged up a coal oil burner. You, you think it could have been the tea bush? In theory, it's only tannic acid. Could that do it? Of course not. It must have been the tea. Such stupid, childish talk. Confound you, bush! Look here, look here, look here, bush. Getting, we've got nothing to lose except my million dollars. I don't intend to lose that. Now, try the tea. But it is a waste of time, an insult to my intelligence. I said, try it. All right. I will have to empty the acid into another beaker. Miller, go down to the kitchen and ask my wife for the teapot. Okay. And I'll bet it works. You'd better pray that it does. It's a waste of time. Nothing else. Time is less valuable than money. Time is... And if it works, I'll have all the money I want. All the money in the world. Think of it, Bush. How much do you think the Bank of England would pay not to have London blown into dust? <laughs> How much do you think they'll pay to have me spare them? It's impossible. Eric, even if this kryptonite can be dissolved, once it is injected into Miller's system, he will die. He didn't die the last time, and he's begging to take the chance again for the glory of the fatherland. I've got the teapot. Bring it here. There you are. I know this is senseless, but since you wish it, so. See how it hisses and sparks. Right, it does. Wait, the powder is not yet dissolved. Pour in the hydrofluoride and aqua regia. That is what I am doing. Anything happening yet? Not yet. Do not stand so close. These fumes are very dangerous. Say, Himmel, what is it? The powder. Yeah. It's actually beginning to dissolve. It is? Yeah. See how it is slowly disappearing. How the liquid becomes a deeper and deeper green. This is amazing. Didn't I tell you? You called me a fool. You said I was stupid. Now what do you say? What? His eyes blazing with triumph, Henry Miller watches the kryptonite powder slowly dissolve in the hissing, boiling acid. 
Will this deadly brew make him once more a human atomic monster, able to destroy anything in his path? We'll return in a moment for the climax of today's episode. But first, here's a word from your announcer. You know, gang, one of the best things about this new series of comic buttons Kellogg's Hat is putting out is that you keep right on having fun. Yes, sir. This isn't something that you do in a minute and then forget. You get loads of fun for weeks and weeks. First off, it's mighty exciting to see which button is inside the package when Mom opens a new package of pet. Maybe it's a comic button that you don't have yet. Maybe Lilums or Herbie or Haroldine or maybe even Superman, complete with cape and Superman insignia. But if it's a duplicate, that's even more fun because then you can scout around and see which one of your pals has a different button to swap with you. Now, it's a cinch to collect all 18 different buttons. All you do is to ask Mom to get you a package or two of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Remember, you can't buy these new comic buttons, and you don't send in any money, not even a box stop. They come only as prizes inside the Pep package. So get busy. Ask Mom to get you a package of Pep tomorrow. Then see which prize you find inside. One of these smart new comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. That's P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now back to the adventures of Superman. As Henry Miller, Sidney, and their Nazi chemists succeed at last in dissolving the kryptonite, Superman, in his guise of Clark Kent, is high above the city in a transport plane with Editor Perry White. The man of steel's mind is still numb and dazed from his battle with the Atom Man. And he mumbles strangely, almost incoherently... Yes, sir, Kent. A few weeks in Florida will make you as good as new again. The doctor agreed with me. All you need is some rest and sunshine and freedom from worry. You must stop Miller. You've got to stop him. Now, 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 just get Miller off your mind. I can't. He's another dirty Nazi, that's all. The police will take care of him. Oh, no, they can't. Miller. Miller is the. the atom man. Now, now, forget Miller, I tell you. Just concentrate on getting well. But we've... Yes, sir, we're going to have a fine time. I needed a little vacation, too. But you... We'll sun ourselves on the beach and get in some good deep-sea fishing. Listen, there's a box on his throat. That box controls his power. What box on what throat? Miller... No, that again. Now, listen to me, Kent. Oh, For your own good, you've got to forget about Miller and everything else. Wait. Just think about getting a lot of sunshine and rest. But... Only I know. Only I... Only I can stop him from... from destroying. Only I must get that box before he sees me. Can't. Will you stop it? Only I... Oh, but there's something wrong with me. I have no strength. It's hard to think... Only I can stop it. Only I... Weak and dazed, Clark Kento as Superman repeats the same phrase over and over, trying vainly to recapture his former strength, while the plane speeds him farther and farther from Metropolis, soon to be threatened by Henry Miller and the sinister Sidney. What will happen? Only Superman knows the menace of Henry Miller and the secret of his power. But Superman is helpless now. Fellows and girls, there are thrills and excitement ahead for you in tomorrow's episode. So don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station, and follow the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, 
up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC Publications.